Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. I'm glad today that I can say that. I don't have to wonder, I don't have to doubt, and I have no question that I have the very Word of God here before me. Aren't you glad we've been blessed with a Bible? It's amazing. You know, we have Bibles all over our house. In fact, here in the radio studio, I have my Bible in front of me, and then there's a Bible right here, and I see another Bible over there, and there's Bibles in this room. But there are places around this world where they don't have a single page, let alone a full copy of the Word of God. I don't say that. I, 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 don't, I don't say that to shame us for having so many, but I do want to shame us for not reading the ones that we have. There are people dying right now for the Word of God. They would die to get it, and you and I have it before us. So I want to ask you, have you been reading your Bible? Have you read it today? I, I, I remember that growing up, and uh, we would attend church. I got saved, of course, later in my life, but I remember just that simple lesson they teach you, read your Bible every day, pray every day. Do right every day. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. All those little lessons that they taught us. But it's amazing how when you transfer into adulthood, how many, especially when you're a pastor and you're working with people, how many adults do not practice those simple Sunday school lessons that we taught each other, when we, that we were, we were taught when we were children. Have you read your Bible today, sir? Have you read your Bible today, ma'am? Have you spent time feasting on the Word of God? I'll say it. I say it all the time. You're not going to be any stronger in your relationship with God than you are with His Word. If you're not right with your Bible, how can you be right with God? And uh, I want to challenge you to be a Bible reader. And uh, we're venturing in at the time of my recording this. I don't know when you'll hear it. We're venturing into a new year, and uh, maybe if your Bible reading wasn't what it could have been or should have been this past year, make it great in a new year. Let's read our Bibles. Now, we're going to be in Titus chapter number 1, and we're going to look at the last probably two verses of Titus chapter number 1, and uh, I want to speak to you a little bit uh, on the last verse, especially today, and uh, God's sort of stirred my heart about it, and I pray He'll speak to yours as well. Now, as you're finding your place there, I want to invite you as often do to visit Help for Today. The web address is help the number four, help for today.org. This is a free resource filled with articles and helps and uh, just different ministry ideas that you can use. And uh, we did it with you in mind. We want you to take advantage of this. The uh, staff of Golden State Baptist College and the staff here at the North Valley Baptist Church all take part in providing articles and content to keep the website fresh, and uh, I believe it'll be a blessing to you. You can also subscribe for help for today emails. It's free. Just type your email in, and we'll send you an email right to your email inbox every day, and you can use those, as I do, as daily devotionals. You can archive them and keep them and use them for Sunday school lessons, whatever you'd like, but I promise you're going to enjoy help for today. Again, the web address is help. That is help, the number four, helpfortoday.org. All right, let me get to the Bible. Titus here, chapter 1, 
Titus, of course, is a young preacher. Paul's writing to him under inspiration of God. He's telling Titus, you have a purpose, you have a cause, you need to stay in Crete. There's some things that are wanting, and I need you to put them in order. God has you here for such a time as this. I want you to travel from city to city and plant churches, ordain elders. They may teach others. And he said, I want you to make sure you know your Bible, Titus, because you're going to have a lot of critics, a lot of naysayers, a lot of gainsayers, a lot of deceivers. And to combat them, you need more than just slick lingo and fancy rhetoric. You're going to have to have sound doctrine. And the only way you get sound doctrine is to get it from the Word of God. That's the only well from which to draw sound doctrine. All right, verse number 10 down through verse number 15, Paul begins to write about these who are out there to make money. <clears throat> they're trying to subvert, which means they're trying to pull the wool over the eyes of uh, good-hearted, maybe simple-minded people, trying to get them to believe a lie, trying to pollute and pervert the truth of the gospel. They're doing it for money. And uh, the Bible talks about it here, that the, they would give heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men and turn from the truth. All right? And Paul labels these people in verse 16. He says, they profess that they know God. They're running around doing their religious activity. They're going around even with doing, following religious observances. They might even have religious titles. They might even attend religious meetings. They might even be a member of a religious building. They might uh, have been baptized in a religious ceremony. They profess to know God. They would wear the WWJD bracelet on their wrist. They would have a cross necklace hanging around their neck. They might even have a copy of a Bible of some sort somewhere in their home. They'd have that little fish sticker on the back of their vehicle. Uh, they would attend all of the uh, marches for life and different things of that nature, and I'm not preaching against that, but they would do all of these things. They would buy Girl Scout cookies. They'd never forget to drop their nickel into the Salvation Army bell ringer at Christmas time. I mean, they just did all these good humanitarian things. They professed to know God. They went around saying, oh, God bless you. God's been good. Oh, God bless you. But the Bible says they profess that they know God, but in works they deny him being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work, reprobate. So they put on this religious facade, but the reality of what they are is they're lost individuals. Uh, the works of their flesh, it, it, it testifies against the words of their mouth, and they deny the Lord. They're abominable. They're disobedient. The Bible says they are reprobate. So what is it? They're religious people who are reprobate people. They are religious people who are lost people. The religious people who are abominable, that's a strong word, abominable in the sight of God. They're going to hell. They're not saved. They're not born again. They might say it with their lips, but they don't have it in their heart. They're religious, but they're lost. In our world today, we are inundated. We are uh, flooded. We are overwhelmed with that crowd. Scroll your social media and you find that crowd. Watch awards shows as they drink their martinis and sip their cocktails and then go up and accept the reward and thank God up above, the big man upstairs. That's that crowd. We're thinking about that crowd when you see that uh, heathen run the ball down the field who, you know, his lifestyle, and then kneels in the end zone, acting like he prays. Well, we're inundated with that crowd and politicians, God, who, who promote butchering babies and abominations when it comes to marriage, and then they say, and God bless America. That's that crowd. 
Can I say it is not what a man does, it is not what a man testifies of himself that will get him into heaven. There is only one way for anybody ever to get into heaven. And that way is not your cross necklace. And that way is not your bracelet. And that way is not your fish sticker. And that way is not your good deeds. And that way is not your church membership. And that way is not your baptism. And that way is not this, that, or the other. The way is this, by grace, through faith, in Jesus Christ, and in Him alone. Paul said, I deliver unto you, first of all, the gospel. How that Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scripture. If a man or a woman is trusting in anything other than that and that alone, they're not saved. It is not Jesus and your baptism. It is not Jesus and your good works. It is not Jesus and hu your humanitarian acts. It is not Jesus and your Christian decor or Christian lingo. It is not Jesus and your attendance to a religious function. It is him alone, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who bled and died on a cross at Calvary, shed his blood for the purpose of atoning, covering, paying the debt that you and I owed for our sin. The wages of sin is death, and the only way to appease the wrath of God is for death to happen to pay for sin. But thank God, on the cross, it wasn't you dying and I dying. It wasn't my suffering nor your suffering. Jesus suffered. He laid down his life, yielded up the ghost, and he died for our sin. Romans 5, 8, But God commended his love toward us, and that we are yet sinners. Christ died for us. I want you to know that not every voice that claims to be religious is saved. Not every person who claims to be Christian is saved. Not everything that claims to be from the Bible is coming from a source that is truly born again. They profess that they know God, but in works, they deny Him. Being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work, reprobate. Paul is blowing the whistle on that crowd. And I want to blow the whistle on that crowd today. Not everybody's right. Not everybody's going to heaven. Only those who put their faith in Jesus Christ will go to heaven. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.